0: Hey, welcome to Moto GP Mac. Coming up is Catalunya, one of my favorite races in the whole the whole season. My, many people's favorite race. It's a it's a anybody if it's a it's not like it's a given too, because any of the moto the, the European moto uh, manufacturers
1: could win this one. Even yeah. though even Paco's been running strong. Yeah, well, I I suppose most people's real reason that they're a fan of Catalonia is, is it turn five or turn seven? I can't remember, is that you can get your shoulder down to the ground. And everyone loves those pictures of watching <laughs> MotoGP riders lying on the curb as they go around the, the corner. But uh, yes, the, the circuit de Catalonia in uh, Barcelona is Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite races actually to even attend um it's very simple to get there very cheap actually and they normally used to do a test after on the monday so if you stay there you would get to meet an awful lot of the riders so um yeah it's going to be an interesting one i think yeah i think it could be i think it could be right here but i don't i just don't know like the ktms they're so heavy on tires, and Catalunya will expose you on tires big time. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Corners, it chews them up. It would really expose you. The Aprilia's, uh, I think the Aprilia's probably, if they were running a GP as a time trial, I think they would probably be the fastest bikes around the place. But they seem to have, like, a Yamaha problem. Of if they get behind someone, they find it very hard to pass. And you could see it now um, at the last race, you know, against the KTM engine, they had yeah. nothing in a straight line. They had absolutely nothing in acceleration compared to the KTM. The KTM was able to hold them off quite comfortably on the straight. So that's what I'm saying is like, if they could get out on their own and run like a Yamaha could do on their own, do right. the lines they want to do, on a time trial, I think they would rock it. But, you know, it's very hard to look past Ducati right now at any fucking circuit. Do you know what I mean? I know. So, I know. I Pe- Pe- I didn't they just say they just had a, um, an advanced bitten grip? Yeah, their new going special yeah, but look at their new special launch system, which, which is not new, but they've, they've fucking tweaked it. And you could hear Binder at the end of the, the Austrian Grand Prix, and he's like, ah, oh, you found the secret too, Jordan. Jordan yeah. you know, the secret to the starts. And Peko, look, Peko off the line looked really, really good, where he's normally not great, but he's not right. bad either. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't have called it Peko's strong point. Yeah, mediocre. Put it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Like, not as bad as Maverick. Do you know what I mean, yeah. but um, I suppose yeah. Look, he's dangerous now. Throw the Ducati; it's fast everywhere, really. Do you know what I mean. It and is speaking. It's, and... it's such a nimble package. You know the handling yeah. is there. It's just handled like a dream. You know, just, yeah. And I can't wait for Catalonia because Catalonia as as I said, and like before we went into the the Austrian Grand Prix, I did say about that. You know, um uh whatchamacallit the, the, the track at Austria would show up any of the handling problems for uh, the Yamaha. and this is this track is quite the same as well. Do you know what I mean? There's a mixture between fast and slow corners. So you will see the the, the issues like if you remember when we were at Saxon ring and going down into turn 10, you could see for example, KTM was very much so exposed for their 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 corner group going through that and and <laughs> Catalonia is the same, but it's a brilliant track. If anyone has the means to go there, do you know what I mean? Like tickets are for the weekend. Your tickets are like ninety quid, thirty euros a day to go. Oh my there. god! Do you know what I mean? And that's the whole day, obviously. Um, now, that's general access. Like if you look at the turn one, you can see like turn one, you can see turn one, turn two. You can see him going out into turn three, and but you can see him coming back into turn uh, five, and then down into six and seven. So, like you can get a there's a load of places there that you get general admission. You can get a lot of viewing. So, great track to go to. Quite reasonable, except for Barcelona is quite expensive if you're staying in some of the nice hotels there. But other than that, the beach is good as well. Hot women on the beach. (laughs) Yeah definitely thumbs up for me um, but yeah it'd be interesting very interesting to see what's, what happens with the KTMs now they got a lot of criticism over their tyre wear especially in the Austrian Grand Prix so see can they try and dial that out now would be the, the interesting thing yeah but I think Kate, uh, I think <clears throat> probably, uh, right now the biggest thing they need is a rider they need they that need rider to- they need that alien, they're they're kind of in the same zone as Aprilia right now. They need that alien just to be able to take it to the next level. Well, they got so Binder, but
0: they got Binder, right? I mean, he's damn. He's, see, see, this, this else else is the thing. Thing. One thing, if you got a guy that has super speed, all right, that can help you a lot in development.
1: It gives you an ear, it gives you a marker, you know. So, Binder, look. Jack is, is, and like Guidotti has come out and said this, Jack has, the what a lot of Jack has done this year is help them with their one lap performance, right? Because Jack yeah. is fairly good at one lap perform, performance. Not the best, but he's good, right? Binder and them were struggling last year on one lap performance. Binder is, the, uh, is very kind on his tyres, and this is where I think the whole major problem for KTM is, like, you look at Jack, he sinks like a stone in the race. Yeah. Because right? Jack Jack can't save tires. No, so no it's not for save his life. Binder can, but he still struggles. And that's where the whole thing is, is like even with someone that is as kind as Binder on tires, it still eats them. shows I mean, more so than any other bike out there. Because I know there'd be people out there when they're supposed to use their tires, we know, but they're using them more than the other manufacturers. So um for me, that's where I think they really need to to develop. But they also need that alien. Like I still think if you put Mark Marquez or if you put Pecco, or Joe, you know, or who else would there really be in that club? The Seki, maybe. Yeah. If you put them all on the same bike. I don't. I'm not sure Binder would win that race. Do you know what I mean? I think there. They, I still think there's levels to the game. Do I think Binder can develop into an alien. I think he can. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think, battle for the championship would give him the confidence. Not even winning it, but the, the battle for the championship. Right now, he's like, oh, winning here and there, but like start consistently winning. Start thinking about championship, changing in that mindset as well. You know, we always forget that throwing a leg over a bike, you have to have a certain mindset and. I go back to a, a racer called Bruce Enstein, very popular in, in TT circles and, and and this, right? But Clive Paget of Paget Motorcycles always said, if Bruce wakes up this morning and decides he wants to win the race, there will be no one faster. Do you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. just, now I know it's road racing, maybe a little bit uh, thing, but I don't know. There's just a feeling that you get, um, maybe a feeling that you get when you're in the bookies and you're about to put a bet on. You think you're 100 percent sure this person is yeah. going to win. Um, but again, it's
0: like Bender. Bender does have uh, times of brilliance where he just goes balls to the wall and flies, and sure. nobody's catching him. It's just you see him when, he, when that bike starts to bend in half. All right, yep. and and he's gone. You know. He, but the time, but the intermittent between the two, between the two, if you could just keep that up, he would be, he'd be
1: set. He'd be, he'd be on a podium every time. If he can be, if he could be consistently fast. And, yeah. and, and that's, and that's been a bit harsh on him in my view. But what I mean is like, it's like, if he can be consistently alien fast, right? he put the pressure on Pecco for five or six laps, but he right. needs to be able to put the pressure on Pecco for the 25 laps. Right. It's not just five or six, and now saying that I don't believe there was anyone that could live with Peko all uh, so like, he was what is it? What's the call, word? Metronomic in right. Australia, like every lap, boom, 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 boom.
0: Sorry, Peko has speed. He has alien speed. People
1: don't. They underrate him on speed because he's because he's not flashy in how he rides, and yeah. and. I will call it straight away. He looks boring when he's riding. Yeah. Because he is metronomic. Steady Eddie. Like, steady Eddie, but a fucking fast Eddie. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like whereas then you look at the likes of Mac Ez when he was in his heyday, do you know what I mean? on the hand that the fucking thing was all over the place. You could see this fucker <laughs> was pushing past the limit. Right. Even even Rossi, Joe, you know, like Peko reminds me an awful lot of Jorge Lorenzo and the way he writes. Like, you would never have thought Jorge was pushing. Do you know what I mean? But he was fucking pushing and he was as smooth as butter. Like, he was spread your butter on your toast. Like, do you know what I mean? That's where, and this is where I'm saying that that's where Pecco has, in my view, found the sweet spot between riding a V4 like an inline four. He yeah, just, the speed is all up. It's fast, it's furious, but it's controlled and it looks very boring. But, and by the way, a slight diversion here
0: guys, one thing Dorna does not like they're, they're not on Ducati side or European bike side, they're just not. Dorna is like any other government operation, they go for who has the most money. There is a deep pocket theory, they want whoever has the most fans in the, in the stands and who gives the most money.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. I would agree with you, and I disagree with you in some things. Like, like I've seen it that Dorna would push nationally as well more so than anything else. So, like, there is a big thing right now about um, TNT that took over the commercial rights for a lot of the the races, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, TNT is a, is a UK company, and we do not have a UK writer mm-hmm. in the big class. So, yeah. like, they do, right, they, do, push. They, do, they do push for nationalities also. Nationality, yeah. So, like, Spain may need a writer. Yeah. Like, I remember, uh, Yanni Hernandez, if you, if you remember him, they were mm-hmm. pushing on him as well because of where he was from. And uh, we did have UK or Irish representation, whatever you want to call it. But again, like, right now, there's no British um person within the within the realm right but there's a major british broadcaster there so dorner like a well we could get 50 or 60 well not million but like we could get a couple of million more people tuned in to MotoGP yeah. if we had a british right so therefore it's commercially viable to start to push to try and find one that's why they were trying to push it uh, recently to get jake dixon in there which He's not going there. I don't think he's ready for it. I don't think he's even mature enough yet uh, um, to ride MotoGP. I know he rode um, with uh, Patronus at one Grand Prix next to Rossi, but I just don't think he's he's ready for it. I still think the battle for Biceki is raging on, um, and I and the reason I still think it's a battle for him right is because. Gigi said during the week that they have no pressure put on him for a deadline of when Visecki has to decide. And for me, if they were really, really pressuring him, they would have said, you need to decide by X." Now, yeah. they did give him an original deadline, which had passed, because it was all supposed to be done before Austria. Um, but for me, I think it's really, really... Um, they really want to have him in... Pramak, being very honest, they want to have him on factory machinery and <laughs> want to own his contract. If he goes to Pramak, it will be a works Ducati contract. He you, know
0: what, is, you know what stinks like, Go ahead. I, some One thing, I, it stinks like dead fish, but I want to let you keep going.
1: So Right now, he is contracted through the VR 46 Writers Academy who own his contract. Mm-hmm. So he has to renew his contract with them or direct with a factory. So the way that Uzio wanted to do it, wants to do it is, is that they have no problem. They will give him a, a drug. if he wants to go to a Ducati factory contract, he goes on Ducati factory equipment in a Ducati factory team. Ducati are saying we only have two factory riders of within the factory team, and that's Bastanini and Pecco. Mm-hmm. So we were given factory equipment inside and thing. But basically what they're giving what what Ducati want is they want control of a works Ducati contract that Ducati will own the contract for him. Whereas that takes away all of VR46 bargaining power. And it also says that in my view, if in 20, for 2025 if Ducati don't give vr46 a good deal vr46 could go to yamaha but they wouldn't be able to take the with them because the would be owned by jacques right and they don't want that so that is in my view the biggest battle right now and this then this is why i think rossi is getting involved in talking with the because rossi will have a major influence over Bosecki. If Rossi will say to him and he has said to him he thinks he should stay, I think Posecchi will take him for his word and stay. Yeah. Like, like realistically, like be, let's let's be real, right? Even if he stays with VR forty six this year and stays on AGP twenty three for next year, it is highly likely highly likely that it will be Pecco and Besecki in the factory Ducati team in 2025. Not my team. Pecco and Besecchi. That's my I could, yeah, I could see that.
0: I could see that because he's been, if you look at the whole thing, Bissecki's been more consistent than Martin. And especially, that? especially with Martin with that damn knee injury. Knee injuries don't fix themselves. The, it's, know, not, it's not even that. It's or, or the need that the nerve injury in his hand. It's not. arm pump. It's. It's a. It's. It's a, like a carpal tunnel.
1: Yeah, and for me, look, I think. I think it's more. I think it's more about a, a more Italian thing. Being honest, you have two very fast Italians on the bike.
0: Ah, oh, that that factor also yes. But I'll tell you so, what. One thing it stinks, and this is bringing around politics. It shows. You have Ducati, okay? You have Dorna. Dorna pays Ducati, as we've said this a hundred times, roughly for those four bikes, about $8, $10 million to run those bikes, okay? Mm-hmm. They want extra. Dorna says, we want extra bikes in the grid. That makes sense in itself, right? Yeah. So then Ducati says, you know what? I don't need eight bikes. This is more work, and and, 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 and this is overkill on data. In fact, they said We will knock down. It's not a question of if we're going to knock some of the bikes down. It's going to be when. All right? We're not just holding this eight bikes forever. So you know they're not happy on the other side. Right? Here comes KTM. Hey, we want to run a couple of new bikes. Of course. Then all of a sudden, Dorney goes, no, for free? Does that make any sense whatsoever? No, it doesn't. only way it makes sense is Honda Talks to you know they're in their thorn's pot, thorn's in their pockets. And says, "Listen, we we want to keep Marquez because hey, you send him out, we let you have two more bikes on there, right?" He's gone. That's a that's a you know that, that's a foregone conclusion. He's he's jumping off the Honda right then and there. So Honda's mm-hmm. sticking up Marquez's ass with a that's shaking his hand on one side and stabbing him back in the other. You know that I mean it, it's so obvious and and this. We have a mystery. We have this mystery manufacturer, so we can't throw two more bikes
1: on there. Where, where's this mystery manufacturer? They don't. They like they they, they've, they've they turned around. And they, said, they they went, Yeah, they turned around. I still believe there is talk going on with Suzuki to come back. Whether that is
0: oh, no, 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 Suzuki's but, in yeah. this trouble. But, but, it, was the- but it was
1: on. But But just wait. What they have said is is that they're keeping the door open for Suzuki. Yeah, they're
0: talking shit because you know what? Uh, they had a financial, the Wall Street Journal. You hear me say it sometime, and the Wall Street Journal was talking about how they they are not a uh, motorcycle company anymore. That they they, they you know that it's the, the that division's shot, and they're like they're parking the bikes in the back, and it's 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 a flimsy fly by night kind of. It's not an if or a when when they're going to take the bikes out.
1: Yeah, look, I, I don't. Now, know. There's somebody that. who
0: has no whims, has no, is not a what? fan or anything like that. They're, they're. This is a financial. I'm just, you telling, I'm just telling
1: what Dorna said. Dorna uh, trying to keep the door open for Suzuki, which I can get, I can understand it.
0: But yeah, but why you're like, going to stop people from going on the grid? You're going to pay eight, ten million dollars to put bikes on a grid because I'm going to leave the door open? Come on, that's
1: I, I might be born no, at night, uh, but not last night. Yeah, but look, I just think. Look, I, I think there, there's a whole, I think there's a whole further politicians thing going on, or political thing going on within there, right? I think that the whole con- concessions thing flaring up, KTM coming out and immediately saying we're fucking against it, not going to happen, Jesus Christ, no way. By the way, can we have two, gra- can we have two extra bikes on the but grid? That makes more also,
0: sense. But yeah,
1: but wait, uh, no, <laughs> <but>, <laughs> right? So K, KT- so Doran are going to go to KTM. Well. You scratch our fucking backs. We'll scratch yours. Like they've already said that they will allow five bikes, five KTMs on the grid next year. Right. right. KTM are like, well, look, if we're fucking putting five on, we might as well put six on because we're going to have to build a whole new team. We'll have to build infrastructure anyway. Blah, 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 blah. So I, I still believe that... The I, saying, I, mean, I thought out. the fifth bike got shot down. No, the fifth bike was still there. It's the
0: sixth bike that they're shooting down. So, it, 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 but it, that doesn't make as much sense as as, as it, when when they're putting giving Ducati eight and ten million dollars and then then saying they can't put an extra bike on. It just it smells. It just smells because you know it is. It is because has been in Honda's pocket
1: so long, and and yeah, and, but I don't, I don't, and, I don't necessarily think that it's Honda, right. I I personally think what's happening right now is KTM have turned around and and publicly said we were we will not. Sanction, or we will not agree to any concessions to help Honda or Yamaha.
0: Yeah, and then they've gone
1: and then they've gone to Dorna and said, "We would like to take up the other two slots that are available on the grid." And Dorna are saying, "Well, no, yeah, but that, I, I they, and, and you, that, everything I I'm think,
0: reading that they're shooting at, they've
1: shot the bike down, so." Yeah, but that's the, but that's what That's my point. I think there's a whole political landscape here that we don't know about. But I think underneath it all, I think what is happening is that there's going to there is going to be a deal done. There is going to be some sort of deal done to get those bikes on the grid. Or if not, then Honda and Yamaha will not get concessions.
0: That yeah, is- and then and- but say K- KTM says okay, I'll let them have con- some concessions. Then you have Ducati saying no fucking way. Then you have Aprilia saying no fucking way. Huh. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no. So, that's, so, that's a lot that of things the so, place sorry. for somebody having two.
1: That's having no, two no, no. And this is, where, this is where you're wrong, Jake. Yamaha, our, Ducati has said we're open to talking about it. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, yeah I know. We're open to
0: talking as long as it doesn't give them anything. Yeah, that's PC. So, right.
1: so what what is going to happen is, in, in my view, KTM wants something. Ducati wants something. Aprilia wants something right they definitely do right yeah but and what does it the pro will... want
0: what does ducati want that's going to be that good that they
1: can that's
0: going to give uh the honda and yamaha concessions they're
1: not worried about honda or yamaha concessions they probably have something that they want out of and they're going to bend the root or get them to bend to give it to them and i can guarantee that's what's going to happen and i'll always go back to the the story about Ferrari and the mysterious engine penalty that they never got. But all of a sudden their cars were fucking a second and a half slower per race over fucking night, right? It wasn't it wasn't like like what they were they were doing was they were caught cheating by putting more fuel into the engine by tricking the electronics in a way, right? And Red Bull had them cut out and said, Oh, by this. And it went through a whole thing whole hearing or whatever but the result of that hearing which was supposed to be made public was kept private no one knew what they did how they did it why they did it and what the penalty was and i genuinely think there's deals like this going on in moto gp to get those two bikes on the grid get you catty what they want and Aprilia the what they
0: want i just think that the that marquez is is well i know marquez is honda's entire moto g pre-program and they'll give their left nut to keep them and keep things as status quo they still want to go back to i have the best rider but it's just good enough to win yeah i can make a crap bike and have the best rider and win they've yeah, been but, doing that for years and that's what they're used to and you know the corporate structures that's go with what you're, you're used to get-
1: like all your, but all you're talking about there is just a short. Even if it does happen, let's just say there's no concessions, there's no fucking deal with 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 KTM, there's no deal with any of those. In 2025, Marquez is, is going to be on a different manufacturer, right? I don't think Honda can close that gap within a year, right? So it, even if they make, they, a, a they don't, product, I don't think they knew that yet.
0: I don't think they're so used to that kid riding around every, riding, out riding everybody. They're not. They're not you and I. They're not. You know. You got a corporate. You know, guys at the at the corporate level. They're they're not following the motor of GP thing like we are. They keep saying this is what's worked before, and this is what should, what should work again.
1: And I suppose that, that there there is some truth to that because what Gigi did say, because uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, look, there is look, there is some. Um, there is some truth to what you're saying that that Honda have been a little bit arrogant in what they believe that their status quo is and it, it within thing and how to design a bike. And look, I liked your last three, six hours ago. Your your last clip is the video that was yeah. very good. And look, I I do find it interesting that look, I suppose for the likes of Honda and Yamaha, and I'll, be, I'll call Yamaha out in this right they've had so much success in the past by relying on the riders writer. and yes. what they think is excellent, right? Mm-hmm. The bar has moved in, in that, but they still haven't seen that the bar has moved. Do you know what I mean? They've been putting it in. I would like to call it, they've been spinning tails back to Japan. So while it might have been an issue, it wasn't an issue, it was just unlucky or... Or, or or whatever so, so yeah for the me, king has no clothes is the expression yeah it's, it's yeah. just you know, look, everything hasn't fully been reported in my view and now they found themselves in the shit of where they're exposed so um but look anyway i think the the, the story that came out about gg delinium now i'm not sure whether it was two or three years ago or whether it was five years ago or whether it was before he was like but i Trying to remember how long Pooch is the manager of Repsol Honda. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a good few years. So maybe it was was earlier, but how how big of a fuck up or how stupid would you feel right now? Not that? as bad
0: as you think. With the with the corporate the way the corporate works is they say I guess you see, um, Gigi going up and say, "I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this," and they're going, "Yeah, but that costs money. We're already winning, you know." And Gigi would end up sitting on his hands. You'd have his excellent, you know, uh, engineering director and sitting on his hands, like, "I have a million ideas," and they're just telling me go pound sand because it costs money. That's the way yeah. that it's, you know. It, it's, especially when you're the redheaded stepchild at, at HRC.
1: I get you, but I think there was just. I suppose um, a bit of arrogance there. Uh, So Pooch was named Repsol Honda team principal in 2018. So he must have signed. So that means realistically, it was two or three years ago, two years ago or three years ago, that Gigi was to go to Honda. Now, Honda already would have known they were in trouble at this stage. There you go. What do you mean? So, I just looked at Wikipedia there. Uh, He was named as Repsol Honda Team Principal for the 2018 season. Okay. So, in the report, it said that Boots nearly signed Gigi. So, that must have been in 2019
0: or 2020. Oh, shit. Well, they they, they knew they were in trouble because Mark was going to leave in 2019. Remember? Yeah. How many uh, people remember that one? But he was... I would give cash money because Honda put out a uh, a pod after they won the title, and he was just going on. The bike sucks. He was half, he had half a load on. The bike can't turn. It has bad handling. But I ride around it. I just give me speed and I win. You know. And Honda had a fit. Honda had a yeah. fit. But
1: like that. I always I always look though at this thing right that there is a generational thing as well. Like because when when you look at MotoGP racing in, in, in years gone by, right, there was Max Bianchi, right, and mm. all of a sudden there was this young punk called Valentino Rossi that was giving him the finger and fucking driving him demented, right? Yeah, I then, with Rossi, then with Valentino Rossi, there was this young fucker, Jorge Lorenzo, young little fucker, Casey Stoner, do you know what I mean? And then this little fucking shithead, Mark Marquez, right? Do you know what I mean? I made shit of him, right? And then when you look at Mark Marquez, now there's a little fucker Pecco and yeah, you yeah, Marco Viseki, all and and you look at it as a generational thing. You know what I mean? They just keep getting faster. You don't I don't think they get faster.
0: I don't. You get, I do. So. look at I'm back, I go back far enough where I go the two, the fastest three fastest riders in in, in history have been Mark Marquez, Freddie Spencer. And, and and Kenny Roberts Jr. Because remember those last two, you have your guys in the nineties. They beat them by like by
1: a, by. A, uh, yeah, but it, I think I still, I, I, but I still think right. But I still think I still think I still think like they they have evolved. Like if you look at Pecco and thing and Bisecki, for example, or or even Brad Binder or Jack Miller, all these people they're not afraid of Mac Oh, Whereas I don't think it's free of anybody. Rock, rock they, they don't rock. have fear. That they, they're lack. But, they, they lack but then, fear. But that's what I mean. Like the generational differences coming through of it, right? You look at your your five hundred cc riders, right? They mm-hmm. were a fucking afraid of that bike. Do you know what I mean? There was a healthy fear of that bike. Right? say yeah, it <laughs>
0: means right? <so. laughs> <I
1: probably, laughs> yeah. right? So you 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 ask for more power when you shouldn't get more power, and you're fucking gone to the moon, right? Yep. Whereas now. The, the the risk or the fear of a high side is not as present as back in the in the five hundred days or even the early moto GP days right so they're more focused on riding being like like gone are the days of smoking a fag and drinking beer the night before the fucking race or do you know what I mean? Yeah. These guys now are purebred professionals and there's an evolution for me there's an evolution that they're just keeping like there's a lot more consistent faster people now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Who fear that
0: and and that
1: the, with the electronics, everybody's gotten closer, you know. What I mean, and, the, they, and the, they have gotten oh. closer. I, I would say it's been it's a little easier to ride now that you that you have the electronics. That are sorry, I won't say it's easier to ride. I think it's more you have less. The channel handle held a lot better than it used to. Yeah, you've less to focus on, you just have to focus on going fast.
0: Yeah. whereas
1: yeah. uh, before, before part of going fast was focusing on staying on the fucking bike right <laughs> on the saddle not fucking but and I oh I have a bone to pick with you by the way you right.
0: know you know I don't know f1 right Yeah. and when you said oh they took the 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 air the uh, electronics off the f1 and they and it worked and then some guy oh. wrote in he goes oh no they didn't they took the, they took the electronics off the f1 they were crashing all over the
1: place you mm-hmm. knew I didn't know no, f1. No no they, they, there's no traction control there's no ABS there's no nothing like that on F1 yeah and the guy said when they took
0: it off and they first took it off right when they had it all electronic up right these is the cars are
1: crashing all over the place no they weren't that's fucking harsh it's complete harsh they took off the the major in, in 1992 is when they got rid of the active suspension off of the the Williams I think it's F13b. And they went into the F-14 that Senna drove and, and ultimately died in. Um, that basically was because they designed the car around active suspension and the FIA removed it before the start of the season and banned it. Therefore, the car was designed to have active suspension, but it had to go back to regular suspension. That's why they couldn't get control of that car until mid-season. So yes, Williams had a problem but none of the rest of the teams had a problem in 1994 with the development of the care because Benetton, who was one of the teams designed a way that they could hide and McLaren were also doing it They're, McLaren did it in 97 where they had a third brake pedal or well sorry, they had a third pedal in the box. I was say, a third brake pedal. That's true. A third, <laughs> third, third brake pedal, but they had a, they, they, sorry, they only had two pedals in the box. So the, there was a third pedal, which was, which was an extra brake. And that used to engage the rear brake separately. So as they were going around the corner, they could just touch the rear brake and they would just help turn the car around the corner. And it was actually caught by a photographer because they should not have had a glowing brake disc on the rear of the car as they were ah. There's a the car and someone saw it. But no, the it took them a while to adapt. The drivers had to adapt to it. But getting rid of the electronics. And going to they went to a standard ECU then eventually similar to what, what, what MotoGP have done, but there is no traction control and there is no ABS in modern Formula One. There is geo mapping and all of this fucking technology. I was going to say they
0: just changed it over to something else. Yeah,
1: yeah. Car, but basically, like when they had active suspension, right, the car would go. Let's just say Stowe corner, the first corner in 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 um in silverstone right which is which is fast corner, right, but the car would level itself and as it's going through the corner, the car would automatically dial itself to be at the perfect position, right. so all the r- driver realistically had to do was turn at the right time right you know i mean he he was keeping his foot flat in the pedal and turning, and the car was doing the rest of the work and yet while it was interesting. It took away an awful lot of the driver skill for me, right? I'm I'm a purist when it comes to racing. I think, I think the person on top of the bike or a car is is the computer. Do you know what I mean?
0: He, I just think I just think. He, oh, no, I know. I got move are once you hit a certain point, once you get past human reflexes, you know what I mean. Once you get, once it gets so
1: fast and so powerful, you need it because you can't do anything without it. You know what he, I mean. And I don't, I don't disagree with that fact, right? But I, I would disagree on some facts. Then with, if you're coming out of the corner, and as we thought about the rear right height, for example, if you are getting maximum acceleration out of that, okay, you are arriving in the in the. Let's just take the last corner of Sepang, right? You come into that; it's a hairpin. The bike sits down, and you fucking dart out of it, right? Yes. you maximum drive, maximum adhesion, John, Minimum slip of of whatever, and you arrive at turn one, which is another fucking hairpin, mm-hmm. at a ferocious rate of knots. Right, whereas if you come out and you don't engage the rear right height and you head, uh, all I'm saying is is that your top speed at the end of that straight will be different. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> for me. That's where I'm saying. The riders have to manage. I'm not saying that they don't have traction control, or I'm not saying anything that I don't want to see writers. Um but I like F1, them, they said you switch it over to something else, and it just ends up costing money. But they didn't, you see, they cannot replace, they cannot have any aero mass down. Like now, look, there's been some of these fucking devices, right, that people have tried to run and got banned, right? But like they cannot have any hydraulic suspension just say for example that is connected front and rear being our control of pitch and this that and the other and like unfortunately for formula one they have the some of the best engineers to circumnavigate the rules yeah that was gonna say but that, that's less
0: right. money so it, and ended,
1: a- it ends up costing money it ends up
0: costing more money than anything else and, and it has no matter yeah. if it's cars motorcycles
1: you know yeah. Look, I think, I think you, I think you could spend millions and billions on on, on Formula One. That's why they brought in the cost, the cost cap, then, right? Yeah. Like, if you look at it, I think it's one hundred and thirty five million dollars a year. F one teams can now spend. Now, look, that's a lot of money, right? But it's a fucking hell of a lot less than what they were spending. I like, I know, isn't that amazing? I, it's a hell of a lot less.
0: I remember they were up to five hundred thousand dollars, or five hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so, like. Well, how
1: do you spend that much money? I mean, come on. I remember Toyota and my one of my good friends' dad was a senior person in Toyota Formula One. And how senior he was, he used to fly from Dublin to Cologne, Germany, every day. They used to fly him in a private jet. That's how senior he was in it, right? And it was Ralph Schumacher and Yano Truly that were in the team. And I asked him one day, we were sitting down and we were talking away and, and I was, t- was telling them, I said, how many, how many engines do you run in a weekend? And he said, we have eight for each car and two spare. <sighs> eight engines they use during the race weekend. Each car. So that's 16 engines and two spare. So that's 18 <laughs> engines. Now, can you imagine the cost of those engines? Just, yeah. the, en- Just the engines, right? So look, there, like there, yeah, but look, it's and why are they doing it? Because everyone else was fucking doing it. Do you know what I mean? And so look, while banning stuff and getting rid of stuff, and I would prefer to see thirty bikes on the grid than ten bikes on the grid. Do you know what I mean? And if a little bit of standardization or stuff like this has to happen to achieve that, yeah, because for me the show. The technology is some of the show, but what's it's what it's what happens from from when the lights go out to the checkered flag is. Well, I tell you what, though,
0: we have had some close this made close racing. My God, you look at it pole position down to tenth. What are we down
1: to? Like a half yeah, second, half, half second. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. In one of the the, the thing the videos there is like if you're second off, you're battling for fifteenth or sixteenth.
0: Yeah, like we're looking about um, Anaya. He broke his shoulder blade. People are like, what yeah. happened? And I I honestly, I've never heard of a shoulder blade breaking, okay, on a rider. So I don't know how long it takes for that certain that certain you know to repair. But uh, that's that that could be the whole situation with him. And remember, he he didn't set his bike up. Remember, he himself said uh, by his own admissions, I don't set up a bike. And then they gave him a new. They used to just say, here's the bike, you ride it, okay? And, the, and his engineer used to set it up for him. Then they changed his engineer. Well, they That's it. Year, right. Because uh, he left. with oh, the KTM. That could be a problem, too. That could be a, a point right there where the guy, they, have, they haven't meshed yet, right? And on top of it, the guy's a broken collarbone or
1: shoulder yeah, blade. So, look, I think there is a physical injury, but I don't think that that would stop him in one lap pace. Right, and he's not even there on one lap pace. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he, if he, for me, he needs to be in the top ten in mm-hmm. qualifying. Right, like he's on a factory fucking bike, and I've always maintained, factory. So factory bikes need to be in in there. Right. Now look, he's only one. It's only his third race back that he's done. I'll give like I'll give him time, but the injury is the injury. I just think it's it's a lack of experience in dealing with a brand new bike. That bike is brand new to him. Yeah, it
0: doesn't. It certainly doesn't help the matter.
1: That's for sure. He came from a very well sorted GP twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to call it a GP twenty two. Like the only thing that was twenty one on that bike was the engine. Yeah.
0: Well, he right. came from well sorted nineteen to a well sorted twenty one. The thing that's what I remember he said, he said, I don't know how to set a bike up at all. They put it and then I jump on it and I ride it, that's it. Then we make
1: jokes, but but saying that, right? Like, I would expect uh, uh, Joe the engineering team that he had, right? And the engineer that he had, I think he was actually Dobby's engineer, yeah, Um, was he was. So look, they would have an awful now, and I know he's gone, but the factory team would have an awful lot of really, really experienced people that would be able to give him the direction. But yeah. he definitely hasn't found that right setup for himself, and I do believe that that could be down to more so his inexperience in the jump. Like yeah. when you when you walk into a factory team, it's not just oh, hi, I'm I'm here to ride your bike, and that's it. Like there's a fucking lot of pressure that comes with it. Oh yeah. And yeah. you're battling back from an injury. So like headspace firstly, and then you're getting on the bike, there's an expectation that, that you need to finish in the top 10, right? And then you're not finishing in the top 10, so the fucking pressure cooker goes up and up and up and up. And it's not that you can turn around and say, well, the bike is shit. Yeah, And, and the second rider is. should be helping the, the
0: the number one rider in setup, I would think. They would yeah. be part of his job.
1: Well, no I, I would say they're fairly equal in, in 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 stature in within the team right I think well okay look, Peco's still the golden boy right but like you could see it like when Enya was out Peko was struggling Peko bitched and moaned I was like fucking bike right he now has the bike the way he wants it too you know good now, now? <laughs> and it's too good. Yeah, yeah it's too, yeah. too it's too <laughs> stable. That will that will go down in history as well, Yeah, it's just right? too <laughs> good. It's, it's too stable on the front end. Um, but I think for for me, when when, when I look at any, yeah, I think like, and I'm a I'm a big fan of any, and I'm like, you know, you're you made look very very ordinary. so I mean? Yes, he he did he did break that. I already believe Ducati have written off this year for him. Do you know what I mean? They've said, like, get yourself back healthy, get an an understanding of the bike. You know, the change from the GP23 to the GP24, I don't believe is going to be massive again. I think they're just going to keep tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. Until someone someone comes and blows them away or gets very, very close, then they'll say, okay, well, we need to spend a couple more bob here. Yeah, Yeah, um, do you know what I mean? But I think they're just they'll take the they'll
0: take the experimental uh view uh, the experimental blueprints off the shelf. You know what I mean? I'm sure they're piled up. You know, I'm
1: sure Gigi has a few ideas. All right, yeah. But for me, where where I'm looking at it is that, and then Joe right off, kind of this year is gone. Get him comfortable. Get him developing on the bike, and then when he goes into next year, it shouldn't be too much. Like maybe a race or two to get the bike tiled in. And then he should be on for it, like. But I, like, I'll be very honest. I was expecting any Basnini and Pecco to be going fucking toe to toe. Toe to toe,
0: yeah. And you weren't alone um, either. A lot of people thought that. A lot of people thought he was, and and I was gonna was gonna outspeed
1: um, yeah. Pecco. Yeah. Yeah and look it's it's easy to say you know you know Ducati should have signed Jorge Martin to the seat like hindsight is fucking. That's is fucking right? right. but but like Martin had a big off in Portugal and he wasn't the same for a long time either right yeah. man had, had had a big off also in Portugal and Basnini did and again it's it's um, for me it's it's a shame to see him down there Um, And I think he's under an awful lot of pressure, especially with Peko winning and you're coming in 10th or 15th or 12th or whatever. Um, So I think he just definitely has to, um, he just has to improve. Um, I wonder if he can take pressure because he's always one of them
0: guys, he's always smiling. You know what I mean? And sometimes a lot of guys that are always smiling
1: inside, they're, they're, you know, they're crying. I don't think think they get that fair without being able to take the pressure. Um, like, realistically, he would have been under a lot of pressure in Moto2 as well, um, and, he, and he dealt with it. Maybe a different pressure. Um, now the fact that he's writing for a main factory, I think I think where the team where he came from, in Grassini, I think they loved him, and he just felt the love. And maybe it, it's a step out. How would you say it's a step out into the cold? Do you know what, yeah. what I mean? The factory is a little bit more... While it is family family-orientated, it's also dry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very results like you're only as good as your last race win, yeah. By the way, uh, when was your last race win? Oh, it was fucking last year, okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just, <laughs> just not like we know you broke your shoulder, you either broken shoulder blade. It's like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah yes. here's your tickets away, yeah. yeah, here's yeah, your yeah. When, ticket. when, when was your last podium? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just go over here to Jorge, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, look, I think. Uh, look, I think they're all, all, all teams are as rootless like that now, except uh, with the exception of some satellite teams. They, they kind of need to put the arm around, uh, especially when they have talent. Uh, I, I am uh, shocked with with I'm sorry, that
0: more talent, more more, more to belly, Yeah, more is, I I am just
1: like, what are they thinking? Did they hit their head? You
0: know what well, I mean? Uh,
1: for the primary, right? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. Jeez, oh, I'm fucking hearing rumors that Mark is Mark is uh, Mark is is trying.
0: Ah, I I can't I can't fathom also that Mark doesn't get a ride, and when he wants to stay out, I mean, I would have thought that everybody would be falling at his feet.
1: He can get out of that contract. I, he he's out of it. He can get out of it at any time, and even fucking <laughs> Japan even said that if they if he doesn't want to stay, he can leave. Yeah, because that's... I,
0: remember I was saying originally there was an out clause? I, I was looking up that. He had an out clause right,
1: right, right back then. But, right back. Like it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter whether he does or he doesn't, right? Yeah, you go like your ass way, with it, right? I have, have said, you know, if he wants to leave and he doesn't want to ride with us, I'm sure he, they will let him leave. It will cost money to leave, right? Right. 100%. But for me... Major rumors have come out that apparently that there could be an opportunity to put Mark on a works in the Pramac team. Put more of a day, right. Christian. Good. I, 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 still, I, can. I, I, I can't. I can't, I can't,
0: I can't fancy see it. On on the grid, he might be a dead, but I, he's still no. the fastest guy. Uh, Marquez, He's still he's still the fastest rider on on MotoGP. He might be
1: a smack in, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't see it happening. I think. I think. I think. I think he would cause too much trouble within the Yamaha or in the, within the Ducati family. I I, I,
0: my I think they'd tell him to go pound sand and he's, he, and he couldn't, he'd have to, you put him on the bike, he's going to want to win. And that's the yep. bottom line. You know what I mean? And yep. he's gonna know I'm on the best bike. I want to win. I'm getting, I'm too old to be fucking around going hit this team to team to team. You know what I mean? Looking for sh- Shangri La. Yeah, I, I still. Think needs,
1: yeah, I, 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 think he needs a couple of things. I think he needs. I think he just. He definitely needs support. a better, faster bike. But I think he also needs the the what I would call the emotional support behind it. And oh, I just, was, I just don't think Ducati are going to give him that.
0: Um, yeah, one of our one of our members came out and said, "You know, he's a good rider, but you know." He has the brain of a butter knife, you know? It's
1: <laughs> and this, for me, is, is, is well, where where I actually think... I, I don't think it's a good idea if Mark does go to KTM. I don't. I think Mark should go to Aprilia. I, oh, I do too. I, I, I think, think. he should Aprilia. Personally, that's where I think he should go to. I think Ravola is... The sort of team principle that he needs. And yes. When, like, when you look at it, you know, like look at what's happening with uh, LH now, right? You never see, you never see Rivola getting on his fucking case about him. Very supportive, very this, very, very that, very, very controlled. And I think that's the box that's missing with Mark and Honda right now is that Mark can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm
0: hmm. Yes,
1: and Mark. And I think the Aprilia is a better bike than people know.
0: They, they, without the without their Super Rider on there, I think it's a better bike. It just
1: no one's tapped into its abilities yet. Exactly, and I think no one has brought that bike to the to that next level. Like Maverick, I don't know. Look, Maverick is not a bad rider, but I think he's an RNF rider, personal. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and, if you're, and if you're not consistent, you can't bring a bike to the next level. It's harder to because you're up, you're down, you know, you have data on one and then the data is no good. Then it's good. Then it's, then it works. Then it doesn't work. You know,
1: how do you know? But, but like you look, you look at it, right? Miguel Oliveira, who I, I class as a really, really, really talented writer, probably deserves a work seat in, in, in mm-hmm. Aprilia. Now, the only thing reason would stop me putting him into a works team is that he seems to attract people hitting him. I swear to God, he's like a magnet, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, and I think like I think Marquez and Oliveira as teammates would be a very, very strong combination if Oliveira again isn't a magnet. Uh, I don't think Raul Hernandez should be there. I think he's no underperformed on a race winning bike um, and you know when Oliveira was out he should have made a massive 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 dent into Oliveira and like he should be by far miles ahead of him in the championship and he's not like I reckon Oliveira would catch him by the end of the year massive. who was the guy that said he was going to stink this year oh yeah me <laughs> yeah, well, look, now, look, he isn't doing his whinging, and this is where where I go back to the control that Ravola puts in. Like, there is definitely a structure within Aprilia to shut them up. Do you know what I mean? And have them focus on their riding. And like, I'll go back to, I'll go back to to when Honda rolled out the Calix chassis. Right, mm-hmm. Mark went fucking balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna push this way past the limit, crash it, fucking this, that, and the other and Pooch is like, okay. Okay. You know, Saxon Ring, Mark had three crashes, then he had another two crashes. Pooch was like, okay. Okay. me, And it was actually finally down to Mark deciding himself well, maybe this is not the best way to be fucking testing. Where <laughs> you, you could kind of see with Revola there would be a plan. You know what I mean? Okay, we're going to launch a new chassis. Like they've done with Salva, Salvadori. Mm-hmm. Someone per- gave me shit about his name. I don't care. I'll call him <laughs> what I want. Um, like J- Jake says Japanese and more of a belly. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Well. So, so um, but like they tested that carbon chassis. Then Salvadori r- raced it in, in thing. So you know I mean? there's a plan. Right. There's a plan to do that. You know what I mean? If that was Honda, Mark would have it out. It, right. would be, it would be in the fucking gravel because Mark would crash it. Right. Okay, Salvadori got knocked off by 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 um by Fabio. But in the main race, then he brought it home. and it's just like, okay, there's a plan. Like you're testing something experimental. Don't crash. Do not crash it. Get the miles, put the miles on it. Yeah. Let's figure out where we need to improve this. You know, that doesn't seem to happen under Pooch's watch and, and stuff like this. And you know, and this is where, where I'm saying with Mark.
0: Marquez, Marquez always did that though. He always went balls to the wall. As soon as he got out of the, the, the out of the pit wing, he was gone. No matter what, it was always hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, you know.
1: Hundred percent. But when when you're trying something new, yeah, you need to go to ninety percent. You know, you can't... Yeah, oh, no, no, I, totally I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean... So I, I think that's where... I think that's where if Matt... And and I think if Matt goes to KTM, KTM will tell him, well, we just want to win a world championship. Go. Yeah. So what I mean, where Perlio will say, you know, we know you're fast. We know we have a fast bike. Mm-hmm. Let's put the two together and dominate. But let's not... Crash every fucking race. Yeah, So I mean. Yeah. let we don't we don't have it.
0: to win. we don't have to win practice. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know I mean? I, we don't have
1: to win practice. And I think that's where, where Revola will massively, massively, massively come in—is helping with that fade, and then that'll bring Mark to the next level, in my view.
0: And but, I think more laid back there. I think that. They'll let him have his little speeches in the in, in the pits. You know what I mean? His little cheerleading, hmm. you know, sessions and, and stuff like that. To him, that means a lot.
1: Oh yeah, you know, that he can talk to his fans and he can be yeah,
0: yeah. I mean yeah. The, the crew. He had those little crew things. He had those little, you know, cheerleading sessions to the crew and stuff like that. Uh, hmm. I don't know if Ducati would cotton
1: to that. Where I, I think Aprilia would. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. Well look, it's good exposure for for them, Jose. You know I mean even having having just having him on board, but I think you know, I think that's the sort of manufacturer he needs. He needs them to have a fast bike, but needs to be taken to another level. And then he needs he needs them to be able to give him the structure that he can excel on Yeah. You know, because an awful lot of people have said, you know, is Mark done? I don't think he's done if he gets on in the brilliant. I think it'll take him a while on a KTM. I don't think he's – like, like for me, Marquez doesn't save tires either. And if he goes on to the KTM and they have that problem, you know, I can see him battling with Pecco and wh- whoever of the front to five yeah. or ten laps to go, and then he struck, you know. And yeah, then then the tires something. start to go out, and, he, and then he tries to
0: override it, okay? And
1: yeah. either he wins it or bends it. 100 percent and that's and, and that's genuinely where 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 I see him I see him going on the KTM. So for me, if I was looking at it, Primax Ducati, I don't I, I I'm hearing the rumors, but I just don't think Ducati genuinely wants. I think he they would like him, but I think he would disturb an awful lot of their feng shui. Yeah. And I think his writing style then compared to other writing styles. I think I think there'll be too much risk. That's personally just my, my view of to the to the project. But like we wait and see what happens because, and I think, I think a big big side of this then will also be that if um what do call it if if they if they do, do if they did do a deal just say with Prime Actuati. You know, I think I, I, yeah, I just think it'd be way too far out there for them because of Mark's writing style, and then it would fuck up with, like a awful lot of them have very similar writing style. So, for the most part, except for Bisecki, actually, he returns really, really tight. Um, but I think there's there there.
0: Well, Marquez Marquez has a unique. writing yeah. style. That's and I and
1: I think that would he would try to influence it to go down another path, and I think that's. Yeah, I look, I just think I, I just think there's too many variables to, for Mark to go to to Pramac. I think if you went to KTM, I just I just don't think KTM is ready for him unless they can start out that tire wear problem. So if I was if I was Marquez and team, I would be looking yeah, personally. Well, not fucking Yamaha anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm missing I'm missing my my man uh, Correa up there. I'm hoping he does pretty good next. You know, yeah, all well, these I, races didn't he do yeah. well?
1: He did well at Catalonia last year, didn't he? He did, but he also did very well at Austria last year. Shh. <laughs> You're putting a wet blanket on this, buddy. Sorry for keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we should have a mantra of that for the, all the freaking fanboys. Sorry for,
1: for keeping it real. No, look, and look, genuinely, when every every race goes on, obviously I'm rooting for Yamaha to win. But I also want to be very real and keep my expectations in <laughs> check. Yeah, you know what I mean that uh, like, I'd love to see. I'd love to see a battle between Marquez, Peco, Berselli and Cuadraro, Binder, Joe. like I'd love to see a five or six bike dice for the race victory. Unfortunately. That's, scary. Uh,
0: That's a scary thought of having Mark here in the middle of five guys. You know what I mean? Five yeah. riders. Oh, Jesus. Corbido! You know? yeah. <laughs> tires over the side of the bike like a tugboat. You know what
1: you yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you okay, fucking would, you would. 110%. But I think on that Brighton bombshell note, I think we'll probably end up in uh, today's podcast. Thank oh, you everyone for, for listening to us doing our usual. Um, and yeah, it's race week. Let's see what, uh, what this weekend holds. Huh? Yep.
0: I want to get a hold of you before the, the, before
1: the, the thing and try
0: to do this. If I can't get my other buddy, if I get, so I can put the race on the I'll do it after the race, just in case I don't want to miss the race. After the after the race, I want to go and and so I can get it on my TV. Okay, there's something I got to write in on search. I remember, and I can't get it. Okay, so we might do it Friday evening. Anyway, no, no, do it after the race. I'll just see it on on this computer for the first time. Okay, perfect. Radio and not that bombshell.